What makes a great gent riff? Two things, the right notes with the right polymeter. So in this video, you'll learn all that. Plus, you'll learn how to make your riff stand out by adding a second melody into the same riff. But first, two. <laughs> music makers. I'm Kate Harmony, this is Ray Harmony, and welcome to Hack Music Theory. This channel helps you make great music that stands out so you can move and grow your audience. And if you're new to our channel, we've got a free book for you, 12 Music Theory Hacks to Learn Scales and Chords, which you can download from the link below. Alright, it's time to open your door to Hack Music Theory. The Theory. Prog metal legends Periphery just dropped their new single, Garden in the Bones, and it's brilliant. brilliant. This song is overflowing with stunning melodies, mesmerizing riffs, captivating polymeters, epic grooves, and the most massive chorus. Mm -hmm. Garden in the Bones launches directly into the first verse, which contains a slower polymetric riff with lots of rests. But instead of playing it on one note, like so many gen riffs, or using super dissonant intervals, like so many other gen riffs, Periphery play a refreshingly consonant group of notes, which would be right at home in any popular music genre. Then, as if that's not enough, when the second verse comes around, it's not just a copy and paste of the first verse, no, it's a continuation, the next chapter of an unfolding story. They achieve this by adding notes to the original riff in place of the rests. This creates a two-in-one riff consisting of the original riff as the bass voice and the new notes as a melody on top. The hack. Alright, now you're gonna learn how to use this theory to make your own version. And what you see on the screen right now is our version of the first verse, well half of it, that we made earlier. So start by setting up a one bar of 15-4 with your grid set to 8 notes and your tempo set to 135 BPM. Periphery uses F-sharp Dorian for their verses, so we'll use it too. Step 1. First one. First things first, F-sharp Dorian consists of the notes F-sharp, G-sharp, A, B, C-sharp, D-sharp, and E. So you can use any of those notes in your riff. Now start on the root note, F-sharp, then skip two eighth notes, and then play a note. Next, skip another two eighth notes, and then play two notes. Then do that again, skip two eighth notes and then play two notes. And lastly, skip another two eighth notes and play one last note. When you're choosing your notes, keep it simple and keep it low. And think of them as an implied chord progression. Mm -hmm. Also use a B somewhere, but more on that later. Right, now you have your 15-8 riff, so repeat it once to complete your bar of 15-4. Finally, add the root note F-sharp on beat 9. This is such a clever trick of peripheries because what that one extra note does is ingeniously disguise the odd 15-8 time signature. You see, the root note is the home of your scale, so it's the strongest note. And by playing the strongest note on beat 9, it pulls the ear back to that chord note pulse. Because in 4-4, four, four, beat 9 is actually beat 1 of bar 3. 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. 1. Also, the drummer is playing quarter notes on his china cymbal, so that pulse is really powerful. And that pulse, along with the root note on beat 9, tricks the listener into feeling this as 4-4, four, four, right until the end of the riff where it's finally revealed that there's a quarter note missing. Because in 4 bars of 4-4 four, four, there are 16 quarter notes, but here there are only 15. This polymeter makes the riff sound far simpler and therefore more accessible than it actually is. That's very clever! 
So, to sum up, the polymeter is occurring between the guitar and the drums. Yeah, the guitar is playing two bars of 15-8 over the drums that are playing three bars of 4-4 and one bar of 3-4. This all adds up to one cycle of the polymeter, which is equal to one bar of 15-4. Step two, first two. Right, this is where things get extra tasty. You're now going to use the first verse riff as a bass voice and you're going to add a new voice on top of it in place of all the rests. This creates a riff that can still be played on one guitar, but now it sounds like there's two guitars playing because there are two melodies, one low and one high. Okay, so remember in step one, we mentioned that you should think of the notes in your bass voice as an implied chord progression. Well, now it's time to flesh out that harmony. For example, periphery second verse riff implies some dreamy add nine harmonies. So if you want that vibe as well, be sure to play a two over a couple chords. For example, over the implied F sharp minor, the two is a G sharp. And as you're writing the high melody in your riff, be sure to play a D sharp over the B in your bass voice. Yeah, playing D sharp over B creates the unique Dorian sound. So without that D sharp, you won't get the sad but hopeful Dorian mood that we all love. And that's why in step one, we said play a B. And by the way, if you want to know everything you need to know about Dorian and the other modes, then download our songwriting and producing PDF. The link is below. Okay, so now that you've got your first and second verses down, how do you write the other sections? And then, how do you transition between all the sections, especially when they're in different keys? And then, how do you structure and arrange your song? Well, these are issues that all songwriters and producers struggle with in the beginning. And that's exactly why we made our online apprenticeship course. So if you want to overcome these obstacles once and for all, then our course is definitely for you. Check it out now at the link below. All right, let's have a listen to our polymetric genty goodness. <laughs> but just before the final playthrough, if there's an artist you'd like us to hack, let us know in the comments below. And remember, if you want to get the multi-track MIDI file from this lesson, so you can check out all the other tracks in our final example, which includes the drums, bass, and background synths, then download our lesson pack. The link is below. You'll also get a PDF guide and a web mix of the final music. In the meantime though, if you want to keep learning how to make great music that stands out, then we've got a video on metric modulation coming next, but the test rack song is the example. And then at the end of that video, we've got a video on the difference between polymeters and polyrhythms. So just click that test rack video when it pops up in a few seconds, and we'll meet you there. 